Shut up and sit down. Well, good afternoon. This is Peter's Paint. Peter's Paints. How go- I'm actually looking to paint my barn. You have a barn? Yeah. I need to shellac it with a new coat of paint, girl. Oh, well, we don't have shellac. Oh, just regular paint will do fine, Peter. Are you Peter, by the way? Well, I am not. Oh, okay. Paul? Yeah. Uh, no. Mary? <laughs> no. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, my name is Bartholomew. <laughs> okay. Bartholomew, I need at least 20 buckets. Do you have that available? Well, it, it, I mean, we've got plenty of paints. I mean, are they all the same color? I want to do two shades. Oh, so it's a fancy barn. Yeah, it's a fancy barn. I want to do red, but I want a specific type. What kind of reds do you have? Well, over here on the wall, you see here, we've got about 15 different colors of red. Can you go through each of the 15 for me, please, Bartholomew? Well, are you looking for something that's bright, something that's dark, something that's light, or something that is maybe looking a little bit aged? A little aged, actually, and bright, aged and bright. Okay, so you're wanting to go bright. Okay, so this here is called Cherry Jubilee. Okay, cute. Uh, It's nice and bright. It's vibrant. Yeah, I like vibrancy. Okay, and then over here we have this nice treatment that you could put right over top of it. Like a shellac girl Uh, that you said you didn't have? It's not a shellac. It's actually almost like a sandblast. It's a texturizer. (laughs) A sandblast girl? Yeah, to give you that aged look. Oh, I see. Okay, for the bottom half I want it to be green. What are your Red options? And green. Is this like a Christmas? It's a barn? candy apple. It's a candy apple barn. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. So you you have like an apple orchard? I do. I have a candy apple orchard. Oh, yeah. They we grow. They grow candy apples. I grow only caramel candied apples with the nuts already pre-stuck on there. Now, tell me a little bit about the color that you're wearing today, part. Well, so this is a nice green. Okay. I think. I like that for my barn, the bottom of my barn. Okay. I do think it's sort of on a Granny Smith green color. A what? Like a Granny Smith green. Grainy. Grain. <laughs> it was called Grainy Smith grain. No, Granny. <laughs> oh, Granny. Yeah, like a Granny Smith apple. Oh, Granny. Now... How much is it going to run me for 30 buckets? Okay, well, each I added bucket, an extra 10. <laughs> the, the red is going to be the more expensive one. Okay, why? So it's going to be $39 a gallon, okay? And how many gallons are in the bucket? <laughs> in a bucket, you can get a five-gallon bucket if you want. Okay. So now, and I don't know how much red you're going to want and how much green you're going to want. 60 gallons okay. each. I don't know what's happening right now because you started with 20, then it went to 30, and now yeah. we're talking 60. Yeah. You it's know, a growing I gotta business. Tell you, I got to tell you, you know what? I don't have enough to do your job today. So I'm going to send you on your way. Wait and a I'm minute, send you to listen to Painted Trash. Now, girl, I just got kicked out of Tranny's, what was it called? Peter's Paints. Peter's Paints, girl. Yep, they don't play around there. They're very reputable at Peter's Paints. Peter's Paints, but they did not have enough gallons for my barn, girl. Did you know I have a barn? I didn't know you had a barn. I'm shocked that you have a barn in the city, but. No, girl, I have a barn at my old parents' house where I just came back from, girl. Oh, I couldn't tell whose voice was whose. I know. It was that nice was blend. Yeah. Well, girl, what's your port vintage tonight? Well, I'm going with zero sugar. Okay. Oh, not sugar. Yeah. You remember that sign hanging up at the bar? Don't. Zero sugar. And this this is from a family that we like. It's the Crook and Markers. Oh, girl. And this girl. is the organic super grain alcohol, coconut and pineapple culotta. Yeah. One of an Those old are good. Manny Gold stalwart. That for right here at the Painted Trash, we live for a coconut culata. No, girl, what do you have here? No, girl, my port vintage, I'm kicking off with hydration. Some this core year, hydration. Some core hydration. You should tell the kids who you are, though. K-C. Oh, okay. I had to take a break in between because yeah, I get tired. It, oh, I could tell. I could tell. <sighs> Winded after one letter. Yeah. Or one the first, syllable. Because the first letter is K. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who are you? Well, my name is Mark. K. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, do you like parquet? 
Um, you know, do you remember the ads? I actually, oh, of course. Now, I, I actually prefer the spreadable country crock. I like country crock with a little milkmaid yeah. on the label. Yeah, and I like how they always have like one of those like dinner rolls. Yeah, out of the oven, a fresh that are golden brown and steaming, I and then they put the they yeah. spread it right and on it just there. Leathers in. Yeah, I was just yeah. in the south, and I wanted desperately to go to Quincy's to get a big fat yeast roll, but all the Quincy's are gone. Did you ever go to a Quincy's girl? I've never heard of Quincy's. <gasps> I'm trying to think of it. It was I a buffet place. Quincy's. Oh. Nope. I've been to the Pondo. I've never heard of that. You've never been to Ponderosa girl? Oh, Ponderosa. Yes. Or the You've old country buffet? You've never heard of Quincy's no. featuring the big fat yeast roll? No. Girl. You go there every is. Sunday after church. Oh, so you did like a brunch, but like a lunch. You know, you go to church and then everybody, Quincy's yeah. was across the street. So we'd see all the people. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Every oh, yeah. time you took your fat ass up to the trough <laughs> to fill up another plate. Because it was an all you can eat. I'm guessing it an all you can eat. You got all you could eat. I used to be like a very skinny and picky child. So oh, yes. No. But if I went there now, oh, <laughs> I could eat 30 of the big fat yeast rolls. See, I don't go to a buffet. I went to one just the other day. Really? In the South. And it was a wreck. See, my like my parents love to casino. Yeah. And there's a buffet at a casino usually. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always a line. Oh. For the for the buffet. Because I'm not judging anyone in particular, certainly not your parents. Yeah. But I am gonna say that the average casino goer, <laughs> they're gonna have a few extra pounds. Okay. So what did you do this past week, girl? Well, Girl, I got to tell you. So this week marks some important dates in my family. So Scott H and oh. I took ourselves on a little overnight and went and saw my parents. Yeah. Because it was their wedding anniversary. And, and how many years are they hitting? 51. Whoa. It's a biggie. That's right. Because last year last was a year, big party. Right. Last year we had the big old party. And this year we met them and went to a casino. You went to a casino. Yeah, we went to a casino. But we also, I also got to see a dear listener. Oh. And one of my favorite people from my undergrad. And uh, hey, girl. Hello, girl. She's a listener. Um, we met up, had a cocktail. A what? Had some a cocktail. Okay. And then went ahead and had some dinner. What Scott did you H have? had his first time real, authentic buffalo chicken wing. What makes it authentic? They ripped it right off the buffalo girl? No, girl. They made homemade buffalo oh, sauce. sauce. Okay, here's the thing. There are If you're getting a, a wing in the Midwest, more than likely they're going to open up a bottle of buffalo sauce from one of their vendors. Right. And that's pretty much it. Buffalo sauce for me, too spicy. Yeah, I would figure it would be for you. And I don't know that I love the taste. Oof, you I like live, it? I live for it. Have you ever slathered it on something? Yeah, I've put it on mac and cheese, as a matter of fact. Very <gasps> good on a mac and cheese. That. It's very good. I actually really like it. Have you ever put it on someone's nipples? Never, because it would burn, girl. You wouldn't put it on your butthole? Oh, never. Okay. Oh, I like my butthole too much. I don't need it to be burned. <laughs> no. So... We went to the casino. Yeah. And stayed overnight and we played. Now, did you was win really, big? Oh hell no. Uh -oh. But I didn't lose big either. Did did your mom or dad win big? No. Oh, that shit. I mean that nobody won big. Okay. Right. Your uh Jeffrey's mom lives for a casino. <laughs> I'm not surprised. We went I, when we went on our Canadian vacation, I think her uh, and his dad were getting a little tired of being outside all the damn time. So one day she was like, just take me to the casino because there was one in the town. Oh. So we went out and traipsed around and she sat her ass at the casino. Yeah. And made a call. What was funny is. But she made some money. She did. What was funny is I gave her some money and I was like, I'm going to give you 20. I think I gave her. We each gave her $25 a piece. We were like, okay, play this for us. Right. And then when we came to pick her up, we were like. How did it go? And she was like, well, your your money didn't win anything, but mine did. <laughs> Which I loved. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. 
Now, girl, what about your week? So this weekend, I, w- I, w- I had a little, I was feeling a little down girl. She was a little under the weather. Mm. But she went ahead and hopped on over to go do a visit with her parents. Now, it was a quick weekend trip. Yeah. Yeah, it was like an in and out. So Like I, mine. It was like an overnight. Yeah. Oh, you touch down and then you're back up. Yep. But I got to tell you, girl, I got to meet a new addition to the family. Oh, that's nice, girl. My cousin, she went ahead and had herself a second child. Oh, okay? the second one. Okay. This Not the first one. one. I was thinking it might be the first one. Second one. The first one's a girl. This time she had, his, had herself a little boy. Oh, nice. And his name, she went ahead and named him Easton. Okay. Oh. Which is a name that we like. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know a nice, we know a good Easton. Mm-hmm. And he was so cute. And, you know, she just got to sit around with her parents. Now her and her mom sat down and watched Predator. Oh. Okay. Now, my mom used to be my scary movie buddy. I didn't up. know your mom liked scary movies. I'm surprised by it. Did. Oh. When I was growing up, she she liked not all of them, but she liked some of them. Like, she introduced me to Halloween movies. We would watch It. Ooh, not... Yet. It's called It. Stephen King's It. Oh. Is that related to It? Very similar. Because I live for what? Yeah. So we would watch scary movies together, but then she got a little bit older and then she stopped wanting to watch them and oh. she wouldn't watch it with me. So we were at the house late one night. My dad was getting ready to go to bed and she was like, why don't we watch a movie? And I said, okay. And she goes, you pick it out. And I said, what if I want to watch a scary movie? And she said, okay, let's see. And she, oh, she picked girl. out Predator Girl. Oh, that's nice. Now I've not watched any of those films. Oh, Predator fun. or Terminator. Predator... <laughs> How weird. You just don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger, girl? Mm, no, I just, I'm not a big action-adventure type. Yeah, because Predator is not really a horror movie. It is more of an action yeah. film. But it, Terminator 2, I think, is the best action movie ever made, girl. That's what I hear, girl. Yeah. So that was fun to do that. I, I love my bathtub, my parents' bathtub at home. Oh. Okay, so every night she was there, she did linger in the bath. Oh, well, she was only there two nights. Yeah. She lingered, though, both the nights. And she bought herself a new book. She sat in the tub and read it. Not too long, though, because a lot of people have been sitting in that tub lately. Uh-oh. Olivia, she went mm, to the tub. That was We're sad. going to talk about another tub in the midsection. Yeah. So it was nice to go and see family. Other than that girl, you know, she was back to the grind. But by the time you hear this, I will have turned... Another year. Another year. Let's We're going to turn that. the page of the calendar. So I'm preparing for that now. And I, I shot a little part in a movie, girl. You know, she's she's back. Get trotting it. her wares out in front oh. of the camera. And this one was special because me and Miss Jeffrey got to do it together. And we are even featured in a scene together for the oh. first time ever. Now, uh, kids, you better keep track of that when, when it, it hits theaters. When it hits theaters, I'm pretty sure that I'm already getting Oscar buzz for oh. my role. as. You haven't even filmed it yet. <laughs> I filmed two scenes of it, girl. Okay, I have a third scene coming up. Featured. She's a featured part. And by featured, I mean she has a couple lines here and there. Okay? So let's take us a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about someone who took a lot of checks in her time. Sure did. She had herself a little career, and she went straight to the top. Unfortunately, in a horrible way. We're going to remember her right after this break. kids welcome to what we're going to do now in this midsection we're going to have a little memorial service we are we are so welcome to the midsection kids now the person that we're talking about this week uh we're both fans of but i want to really stress before we dive oh, into it like to stress girl i want to really focus okay okay on the fact you know this is an lgbtq podcast of hilarious discourse, discourse. right okay so the person that we're talking about this midsection, she passed away just a few weeks back, and we're talking about none other than Anne Hesh. Or is it Hesh? I, I say Hesh. I've always said Hesh. Me too. But why did I just say Hesh? I, I don't know. You've been doing it all day. Anne Hesh. Anne Hesh. Well, one of us is right. Anne, I believe it is Anne Hesh. But. She went to the tub, but not only was she a talented actress girl, but she is one of the, uh, I would say in the 90s, one of the very first women in Hollywood who really unapologetically spread her 
gayness. She talked about it. She talked about it. She showed up to a red carpet. She did not shy away from kissing the woman that she was with. She did not shy away from holding hands. She didn't shy away from being a sex symbol while being a lesbian. Yeah, which is all virtually unheard of. I think it's changing a little bit more nowadays, but back then, uh-huh. oh yeah. When you thought of a, le- now I'm not generalizing, but you know, people in the early 90s, when they thought of a lesbian, they thought of like Billie John Jean Goodman. The mother- <laughs> they thought of Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King, Martina Navratilova. Right. I think you right. just made Billie Jean King a lesbian. It was Martina. No, Billie, no, Billie Jean King is a lesbian. Oh, they both are? Are you not aware of this? I didn't know. Oh, I know Martina was. Now, see, what doesn't make sense to me. Do you? I thought you were a fan of tennis. No, I'm a fan of the Williams sisters, girl. Oh. And Nick Curious. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You have played in the Billie Jean King gymnasium. Oh, girl, at, oh at girl. the center on Halstead. Oh, I which is a fucking together. LGBTQ building center of services and opportunities. Right. Well, tennis is full of dykes. Well, um, <laughs> but yes, she was for woman, if you will, for the LGBTQ movement of the 90s. She was kind of the Face. Right. So we're going to take this midsection mainly to celebrate her career and talk about some of our favorite things that she's been in. But I do want to just do a little reporting on on what happened here because it was very sad. Oh, it's tragic. Um, she she unfortunately was in a car accident. Now, what I what I found out is, do you know that right before this happened, she went to a wig store, girl. I didn't. And I and I saw an interview with the wig store owner. Um, she drove her car to the wig store and went into this man's store and said she was looking for a red wig. And he showed her like where some wigs were. And she was like, oh, I want that one. It was up on the very top. And he was like, well, that one's not even cut or styled yet. And she was like, I don't care. I like it. And she was like, can you take it down? And she put it on and they took a little selfie together. And he said she was lovely. And then she left, and immediately this happened right after. That's so horrible. So she she so horrible. She was kind of uh, speeding down the street, girl, and something happened with the car, and off the road she went and right into someone's home. Thank God no one else was injured, yeah. but so horrible. She was severely, severely injured. It's such a sad story. Horrible. I did not know what you told me earlier today. They said that at this point that it was inevitable that she would pass. And the family knew she wanted to be an organ donor. And so they wanted to do whatever they could to honor those wishes. And in order for that to be a, her, her organs to be viable, she would have to remain alive. and Or her body needed to remain alive, even though she unfortunately was brain dead. And she did end up finding matches. That really, like, I almost just cried when you told me that, to be honest with you. Pretty remarkable that her wishes were met and her family allowed her to stay alive long enough to find a match. Um, wow. And, you know, she was one of the elite of Hollywood girl. She, she was kind of kind of controversial. She, was, she had an edge to her always. Yeah, yeah. Now, she went through that one phase, girl, when you remember she said she was um, an alien from the planet Celestia. I do remember that. Yeah, where she would go every now and then and have sex with aliens. Okay? Right, right. She said that was a troubled period in her life. Right. Um, also, I think it is important that we say she was actually a member of the bisexual community, girl. I misspoke earlier when I said, but, but she was kind of a face uh, for the lesbian community. Some other interested th- interesting things that I learned about her. Well, of course, she has two children. She wrote an autobiography in 2001 called Call Me Crazy, um, which she wrote in six weeks. She wrote the wow. book in six weeks with no ghostwriter. Wow. Do you know that the book now? Because I was like, oh, I think I want to read it. It's going for like two and $300. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's out of print at this point. Right. Yep. We have to wait a couple of years and then you might be able to read it. Now, did you know, girl, that she was nominated for a Tony girl in 2004? I didn't know this. For Best Actress in a Play for the revival of 20th Century. Oh. She was also chosen by People Magazine as one of the 50 most beautiful people in the world five times. Yeah. That's not a surprise. She went ahead and and said she was going to take that five times. 
Now, I do want to tell you, girl, in terms of her relationship with Ellen, it was, I, I misspoke, it was actually three and a half years they oh, were together. Did so, it not seem longer? A, a little bit. I do have to say, there was an age difference. Yeah. So, Ellen is 11 years her senior, and she was much more famous than, than Anne, Anne, at, Anne the time. at the time, yeah. right? Yeah. So, Anne says, quote, and this is in 2020, Anne spoke to page six, saying, quote, it changed my life forever. The stigma attached to that relationship was so bad. I didn't do a studio picture for 10 years, and I was fired from a $10 million picture deal. Yeah, she was, She was. I mean, Ellen was as well. Let's not yeah. forget. But she. I felt Anne was always very I mean, vilified. It, it, she was. I mean, as was Ellen, though. I mean, you she know. She was. That she lost her. But Ellen got out of it. Show. Ellen got out of it and had then another hugely successful television show. That is true. And she did that for a long time. Now, Anne did say, quote, I broke up with her because her goal was to have a lot of money. Mine was to find love and hers was I want 60 billion. I kind of believe that girl. Yeah, let's yeah. look back. Yeah, let's at look at some the career. of the career of Anne Haitian, some of our favorite performances. Now, I actually went through this over the weekend and there are some things on here that I'm going to be watching. Because I haven't sure. seen some of them. For sure. I got to tell you, I haven't seen a lot of her work. I've seen some. Right. But I haven't seen a lot of it. Now, I want to tell you when I first saw Anne Hesh. Okay? Okay. I'll, or well, Hesh. Yeah, tell us when you saw Anne Hesh. <laughs> She's actually in a film girl. Now, this is from the early 90s. It was a TV movie called Oh, Pioneers. Now, why oh. would I have watched that girl? I have never even heard of it. Because the lead is Jessica Lange. Oh. Girl. Oh. And Anne Hesh, Hesh is in it. And I remember her because she has a very striking face, even more so when she was younger. So that was the first time I saw her. What's the first time you ever saw Anne? I think the first time I ever saw her, girl, was on Another World. Oh, see, I, yeah, I never saw, I didn't watch the stories. I, so I was not a religious watcher. I want to be very clear about that. I couldn't tell you even who any of the characters were. Right. But I do remember her being on there. And like you said, she's very striking. So you remember yeah. the face. My shows, if I was watching my stories, was All My Children. Okay. And Santa Barbara. Oh. Okay. Then Santa Barbara got canceled. And then I just watched All My Children. But again, not a religious watcher. But, you know, the thing about the story is back in the day, you could watch the story yeah. and come back six months later. Same story. Same story. Yeah. Well, Anne was on Another World. It was actually that what she that was the first thing she ever did. And she was on there for 71 episodes, girl. Yeah. Now, in the 71 episodes, this is how many times her character changed names. Ready? When she started, she was Vicki Hudson. Yep. Okay. Yep. Then that's, later on, I think that's what I remember her as. Yeah. Vicky. Later on, she she went to Victoria Hudson. Okay. Then her character had an arc where she changed her name to Marky Love. Okay. She was on the run. Then she changed her name back to Vicky Carson. Oh, that's it, Vicky Carson. Yep. Yep. Then she went ahead and changed her name back to Marley. Oh. Not Marley Love, just Marley. Okay. Then she changed it to Marley Hudson. <sighs> then she changed it to Victoria Love. Then Vicky Love, and then finally ended up with Vicky Hudson. Wow. Which was I, the first name spelt this time with an I instead of a Y. It was layered. Yeah, multi-layered as you, as you can have for the story. Now, I would say her next kind of big break, she did a, a bunch of things, but the next thing I probably remember in Girl, and it was called Milk Money. Now, did you ever watch Milk I, Money Girl? Girl, I freaking love Milk Money. Oh, yeah. That's one, of the re that's one of the performances I remember. I mean, Ed Harris, Girl. Yes. Okay. Malcolm McDowell, Girl. Melanie Griffith. Griffith. Okay. As a prostitute taking care of the kids, Girl. In the treehouse, Girl. Okay. I, li I actually yeah. live for Milk Money. I like that. Now, I would say the next thing that I kind of remember her from the most, um, and, and you'll remember this one too, it was a lesbian film girl. It was on the HBO, and it caused quite a stir, starring none other than Cher, Sissy Spacek, no. and Demi Moore. If these walls could talk, I, girl. Yeah, that one I have seen. That one I have seen. I only saw it once, and it was years ago. Yeah. 
She was in, because you know it's three different storylines based on the year that it took place. Right. Yeah. She's in Sissy's story. Sh- Sissy's story. Oh, gosh. That air is escaping. Yeah. So I remember in that, I mean, next I would say is her biggest breakout. I don't know if you've seen this one, girl. She had bigger breakouts, but this was like where she got noticed, mm-hmm. which was in Donnie Brasco. Yeah. I have not seen Donnie Brasco. That's I one I would it. highly recommend to you be, for her. Yeah. She's yeah. actually, in my opinion, that's, the best part of the film. That's when she showed herself to be a serious actress. I think you're right. Yeah. She followed that up with Volcano. Uh, now, I haven't seen Volcano. Me neither, all. but I think I want to. Of course, after that, she was in the 1997 classic, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Girl. She had her little bit part in that. Uh-huh. What about Wag the Dog? Now, I haven't seen Wag the Dog, Add that girl. to your list, girl. Here's an interesting piece of tea on this that I just randomly know. Her part was written for a man. but they That I did her. not know. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, she was a gifted actress. And then, of course, girl, the one that you probably definitely have seen, which was a huge hit. I remember seeing in the theater with my mom. Six days and seven nights. Oh, yes. Now, next up, she did something very controversial, girl, when she was in the remake, the Shot for Shot remake of Psycho Girl, where she played Marion Crane. Yeah. Now, I got to say, that movie is steaming garbage. However... She's very good in it. Because, you know, have you ever seen Psycho Girl? I have not. No. But you know what happens in the beginning. Probably. I mean, I don't I, I don't need you to tell me. No spoilers for the kids. No spoilers for Psycho that came out in the 50s, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that happens in the beginning? So this isn't a huge... If you haven't seen it, you're fucked. So Psycho was like the first movie where who you think the lead is dies in the beginning. Right? So that was like the first time that ever happened. So the movie starts and you think it's about her character because you're following her and then she dies right in the first 15 minutes. So oh, she played like that Drew part. Barrymore and Scream Girl? Very that. Now, after that, shall we keep going, girl? Yeah. Yeah. She liked being in things with Jessica Lange, girl, because she was in a little scene film called Prozac Nation, which I adore. Yeah. With Christina Ricci. Uh, right. I remember that film. She also, girl, did you know this, was in a Denzel picture. I, I, I see that here, but I couldn't tell you what this is. You don't remember John Q, girl? No. Was it a thriller? Um, It was a little bit of a thriller. So the story as it goes. Okay, as it was. Yep. It is about a father who takes, does a little vigilante thing. Oh, to try to uh, make sure that his son gets the surgery he needs to survive. Oh, and you liked it. I liked it, and I, I Anne was very memorable. Now, the next one is actually in my top 25 films of all time. Oh, my. Okay, and I, if you haven't seen it, this is, in my opinion, my number one recommendation for anyone listening to this. If you want to see a great movie and a great Anne performance... And that's a 2004 film called Birth. Oh, okay. okay. Now, the star of Birth is Nikki Kidman, girl. Now, so that's you know why not... I got to watch it, because yeah. it's Nikki. But and I would watch it for Anne. Now, one that I have to see that I've never seen, and it has two names. One name is Suffering Man's Charity, and the other one is Ghost Rider. W-R-I-T-E-R. Now, this film is directed by Alan Cumming. Oh. And it stars Alan Cumming and David Borneo in a gay relationship. And the oh. third lead is Anne Heche. What's that movie? Carrie Fisher is in it. It's called oh, Ghost Rider or okay. Suffering Man's Charity. I will need to see that because I love everyone involved. And it is a, uh, the genre is comedy horror. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, you should. You should. Now, she was on some TV series oh, as yeah. well. She was Not on. Not series is. Yeah, series is. Okay. okay. So Men in Trees. I did that, not see that. I didn't see that. Nope. I didn't she, see it. She did do 36 episodes, though. Yeah. That, it was a long-running show. It okay. was. Uh, it, I mean, it was on for uh, multiple of years, huh. for sure. And we did skip over one other TV show girl that I was kind of surprised. The Higley Town Heroes girl? No. Okay. She, not that. Nip Tuck. She did have a three-episode arc in Nip, Nip Tuck, which was great. I... I didn't watch Nip Tuck, and I really oh. feel like I probably should have. You should have. You're probably thinking of Valley McBeal, girl. She had a seven-episode arc on No, that. girl. Seven. I saw that she was on Murphy Brown. Oh. But it was only one episode. So, so she had a little bit. 
She had a bit. She had a small part. She bit it herself. Okay. Now I have to tell you the one that I do remember because she had thirty episodes. I know where you're going. The where H- she met her man. The HBO series Hung. Hung. Now, have you ever watched it? I watched the first episode. You couldn't handle it. It was too much comedy for you, girl. I, it wasn't that. It just didn't hook me right away. Yeah. It's not that I think it would be bad. I just need to be. If it's a TV show, I need to be hooked. Was you she know, in the whole thing? She probably. was in 30 episodes, girl. I bet it was a 10 episode a year, so she probably so, was. That I, makes me want to watch it. Well, just check it out. So it's just about a man with a big dick. Um, well, it's like what he does with it and why he does it. <laughs> so, And how he, how he gets away with it or doesn't. Oh. So those are the ones that I have seen. Right. Um, starring Anne Heche. Well, I'm going to tell you another one, girl, oh. that you must see. Okay, I, I think I know what it is. It stars another one of your favorite people of all time. Now, it's a newer movie from 2016. Oh. And it's on Netflix. Oh, so I'm okay. telling you right now. Okay. It's basically a two-hander. There's other people oh. in it. But it's Anne Heche and Sandra Oh. And I live for Sandra Oh. And the movie is called Catfight. I just, I had seen that in her, in the research for the episode. I'll have to check that out. I thought you were going to bring up my friend Dahmer. Oh, I love that. No, I don't know. Actually, you might like that. That's an amazing movie, and she is stellar in it as Jeffrey Dahmer's mother. Now, she, she is in a movie called Opening Night Girl, which I was reading about and think I'm going to dip into. Now, it is about a failed Broadway singer who now works as a production manager saving the opening night of a new show about one-hit wonders. Now, see, I need to see that. The cast girl... Ready for this cast? I'm, I'm so ready. We've got Anne, Topher Grace, Tay Diggs, Girl, J.C. Chazé from Sync. Oh. Girl. Okay. And it is a comedy mockumentary style about the musical theater. I need to see that. And Anne plays the aging diva who refuses to go on stage. Somebody need to see that. Now, you know, I just want to share with the kids, she was still working. I mean, she was only 53 years old, oh, which is just heartbreaking. She left two sons. She had projects in the make girl. She has girl in room 13 and upcoming uh, some, projects. Yeah, she had some projects that were in production girl. Very sad and a huge loss. Think of the work we could have seen. Oh. We are going to tip our hats over to Anne. Check out her catalog. You can just look at it on IMDb or just search. But we've given you some good options, selections, and recommendations, right, for this, uh, for, for her catalog of things you want to see. <laughs> that sentence was going really good. Yeah. And then it kind of hit a speed bump. And then and you had to reverse up. through it and go back. Yeah. 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 And she finished it. She finished it. Just, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> okay, girl, let's take girl. us a break. Yeah, let's do that, girl. Because when we come back, what are we going to do, girl? We're going to, well, let's leave it a secret, girl. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, kids, welcome on back. Mark poured out his port vintage. Damn, and girl, this is a nice port vintage. This one comes to us out of the cidery. Oh. The Virtue Cider Girl. Yeah. They do a little fruit blend. Nope. This one right here is a peach. You like a peach okay. scotta. Girl, this shit is good as f- Okay. Oh, we don't cuss on this. No. Not tonight. Never have. But we might drop a one or two when we do this. It's time for Trash, Trash Talk. Talk. Okay. okay, the first story on the docket comes to us about a RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star. Well, thank God they're staying in the news because, I, yeah. you know, getting out there, meeting the public, getting in front of this, especially when we're, we've got all these people who are trying to attack, you know, uh, drag shows, uh, the reads, the the what do they call those? So <laughs> Drag Queen Story Hour, yeah, um, and and even a brunch. Right now, this this is uh, one of the many gold stalwarts worths 
of the RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. Start of RuPaul's Drag Race season one. Oh my and God, right out of season one. All Stars season one. I mean, this is a Manny Gold. Definitely. Now, this is none other than Chanel girl. Now, I got to tell you, I lived for Chanel. She was the original kind of bitchy character. Okay. Which I love. So she was a shady bitch. She was shady. Um, and she lives in Vegas. And actually, uh, MB and I, when we were in Vegas, we went to a club and it was Chanel's home club where we saw her strutter stuff. She was performing girl. Yeah. Now, she's in a little pickle at the moment. And I cannot Uh-oh. wait to tell you all the tea I have on this. Okay. Oh. Okay, girl. So she was doing a number. At a bar in Vegas called Senior Frogs, which I have actually been to. And she did That's a, a chain, isn't it? Senior yeah. Frogs? She they do like a drag queen uh dinner. Oh, okay. She did an old uh drag queen staple. And I've seen this happen before it shows. And what it is is a little gag where uh the queen will come up to you and you're gonna tip her and she's gonna pick up your whole purse and walk around with it. I've seen people do it before. Everybody dies laughing. And then she'll hold out the purse for other people to put their tips in. in the and it's purse. like a little gag, right? Okay. So she did that. Um, and there was video of it. Now, interestingly enough, all of this video has been removed. And I've got more of that coming up in a moment. Ooh. Now, it was on the TikTok, but it's been removed. Okay. Now, throughout the video, when she was doing her number with the purse in hand, the people at the table, the woman whose purse she took, they were dying laughing, right? This was funny. Ha, ha, ha. The so, gag worked. Right. So at the end of the number, she goes and returns the purse and takes the tips out, right? Because she walk, visually walks in front of everybody and people are putting money in the purse. So she grabs right. the money out, hands her the purse back. Well, girl, this woman, TikTok user, Maggie Mama, took to TikTok to tell her side of the story, and she claims not only was her purse used, but at the end, Chanel took all of the money that was in the purse. She claims that she had seven to $800 in $100 bills sitting in the purse that Chanel took when she took all the tip money. So she's saying she went into her wallet and dug around, girl? If you could see the video, which you can't because it's now been removed, there was no digging around. So what she wants us to believe is that she had seven to eight hundred loose hundreds in her purse that Chanel then intentionally, it was under the money that she had just been tipped. So went in and somehow took that out. Well, anyhow, she started causing a stink about it with the club and Chanel called her a Karen. Okay. And going to solve the, she left, she left the bar. Now, since then, the venue, Senor Frogs, has refunded Karen. Oh, Maggie Mama. Okay. Refunded her her ticket to the show and paid her $700, which she said was taken from her purse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that's not enough for Karen. Okay. It's not enough that she got her free dinner and ticket released back to her, plus $700 that she had no proof was in there. She explains that the party, all of them, because she was with a group of gal friends. They're seeking thousands of dollars in damages. Oh, the damages. Let's talk about those damages. They're claiming that the costly cabana rental that they had to do that evening after they were kicked out of the drag show cost thousands of dollars. So now they're asking that Chanel and the, and the club pay for what they did after they got kicked out of the club. Okay. Wow. Now, Chanel issued a statement of her own, which you can still see on her Instagram, um, which is the official Chanel, S-H-A-N-N-E-L. She claims that her total tips for the entire night, the money that she took out of the purse, did not equal to $400. Okay? I was going to say, that's some high roller stuff. She conceded that she reacted poorly to being accused by the woman of stealing, but maintains, and, and keep in mind, that... Her tips, the 400, was at the end of the night. So she would perform multiple numbers. She'd done a couple of numbers. She said that she maintains the numbers, the dollars that she pulled out of the purse for that specific number was around $20 to $25. Bunch of singles. All of the drag queens in the drag queen franchisers standing behind Chanel. Here's the thing. I can understand Megan Mommy at first. But not when you're trying to get us to pay you for the cabana that you did after. See, and that's where it starts to bring up a question. You know, okay, maybe you did have some loose money in there. 
Okay, I, I I'm not saying that Chanel is a is a thief. I, who knows? Okay, it's one person's word against another, and it that never goes well. Chanel is known in Vegas as kind of like the mother of Vegas because she's been performing there for over twenty five years and why and she had the purse in front of her she in plain sight with everyone she counts uh over seven bars in vegas gay bars of which i'm guessing there's maybe eight if not just seven are she is an employee at all of the bars this is not someone known for stealing having a bad uh reputation not someone that's been blackballed for bad behavior so I don't really like this at all, actually. I, I think it's kind of telling that Kieran, I mean, yeah, oops, Maggie Mama, yeah, went ahead and asked to be reimbursed for the cabana she rented. Yeah. That, I think, lets everybody know what really happened. Right. I, I think that's where she, she overplayed the hand. Right. In trying to because get her Because here's the thing. She said that, they had to then go to the cabana, which they had rented for later in the day. But because they were kicked out of the drag show, they had to do it earlier, which can cause more money. So my whole question is, Karen, if you had already rented the cabana and you got kicked out of the drag show early, you know what I would have done? If I was seven to $800 less, I would have walked around town for a few hours. I you wouldn't have I paid seven to $800 for the cabana for longer. You know what I'd have done? Either I don't know whether Karen lives there or whether Karen was visiting. But there definitely is a place to go to rest your weary feet. Right, a casino. She could have popped up to a casino. Got, she ain't got no cash. Oh, right. she lost it all. But, you know, she has a room or a home. She's either got a hotel or a room or a car. Because she paid for a cabana. Right. And she apparently had $700 in her purse. So she, I wouldn't expect her to say she's homeless. I don't like, I don't like the treatment to drag queens, girl. Uh, just in general in the society we're in i will say this karen seems like an opportunist yeah yeah okay what do you have for us girl well girl this this one comes with a pure sound clip so i'm gonna play it for you okay see that's how i know you still poor broke busted and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me i'm not worth your mcdonald's money come on come on i'm not worth your red lobster money I ain't worth your St. John Nick. Y'all can't afford it no how. I ain't worth y'all Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. Mother, ooh, I'm saying this, and I promise you, Deacon it's not with respect and won't. I'm saying it because I want you to understand just what God is saying. I even found out that Movado, you can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Now, girl, let me tell you girl. who this. I got to tell you who this, uh, about this, okay? Girl. Girl, that is Pastor Carlton <laughs> Funderburk. Oh. He's a senior pastor at Church at the Well. Oh, Lord. Okay, in Kansas City, Missouri. So he's caused quite a stir on social media and has sent a now- very damning apology video. Do you have the apology video? Well, matter of fact. Oh, no. 2022. Though there is context behind the content of the clip, no context will suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words. I've spoken to those I am accountable to and have received their correction and instruction. I have also privately apologized to our church who has extended their love and support to me. I'm privileged to do life with them. The video clip does not reflect my heart or my sentiments toward God's people, yet that's not discernible in the clip. Therefore, I offer this sincere apology to you today. No context could erase the words I used. I apologize to all who have been hurt, angered, or in any way damaged by my words. The zeal of any presentation must be tempered with love and respect, and that was not displayed. 
I apologize to the church at large for any undue scrutiny I have subjected you to. I apologize to every preacher and pastor who must stand up under the controversy that I have caused. To those who know and love me, thank you for your support. To those who now know me, because of this video clip, I regret that your first impression of me is one of anger, hate, and resentment. Okay. So the pastor clearly was given, I, I'm going to call it a sermon. I, I, um, I don't know if that was happening. but Come on. Okay. Okay. Well, he did say, though there is context behind the content, no context will suffice to explain the hurt and anguish my words have caused. Now, the clip started, if I remember correctly, with him calling his congregation cheap, busted, and what? He said, he said, poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. Okay? Because, oh, of, how you, because of how you've been honoring me. Right. Okay? And he, he seemed to have a specific issue that they were going out to McDonald's or Red Lobster instead of giving him his money for his Movado watch. Right. Sold so at Sam's. Sold at Sam's. And he and now, uh, let's be clear. A Movado watch yeah. is an expensive watch. watch. And he feels he should have been gifted that. And He's that been waiting. Show, right. Well, since, uh, when did he ask for it, girl? Well, I don't know, but he said last he's still year. waiting in August of this year. Yeah. He asked for it last year. Let me <sighs> kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters, is what he said. Okay. Okay. We could open up a whole rabbit hole about this, but this is just a racket, girl. I'll just leave it at that. I, well, we know how you feel about tithing, at, girl. <sighs> Girl, I, you know what I also feel about sabbatical? Are you ready for me to tell you what I feel about that word? A sabbatical, girl? I just recently learned more about what that means. Have you ever heard of sabbatical, girl? Of course. Of so course. in the church world, or at least in the Southern Baptist church world, um, a pastor can choose to go on sabbatical when they want to. Right. right. And in my head, I think whenever I heard that word, I thought it meant that they were going to like a school or they were going to get deeper instructions on how to preach or I thought that's, that's what you think of when people use it in the college higher education. Side. Right. Well, in the Southern Baptist church, it means you're going on a break and you're not working and you're not doing anything and you can't be bothered with the church and you don't bother the preacher when they're on the sabbatical because they're taking time away. Now I, I'm not, saying anything about anybody with any type of job taking a vacation, right? right. I'm right. not, that. I'm fine right. with that. Sometimes you, know? you need a break. Everybody needs a break. However, you're working at a church girl and you're going on month after month. Now, this sabbatical that this current pastor, I'm not saying where, it's it's like six months. Mm. I see so the thing for me, girl, is I, I don't know what it's like to be a pastor. And I, I do know that if I had to listen to confession, I'd have a hard time with it. Well, because Southern Baptist doesn't listen to that shit. Well, there it is. But I'm going to tell you right now, this man right here that we just saw the video from, that's a crook. Well, I think that man needs to do some soul searching where that was coming from to feel that entitlement that your congregation should be getting you a Movado watch. And here's the thing. I'm not even a religious person, but I'm going to tell you right now, who did Jesus hang around with, girl? He didn't hang around the kings and the pharaohs. He hung around the poor people, girl. And I believe there's some sort of message in the Bible that the rich man can't even get through heaven through the needle with the camel's eye, some kind of trash like that. Okay? okay. So, that's so I don't know what book. Bible he's reading. I didn't read anything about Movado. Yeah, Movado's not in there, I, I dare say. It uh, wasn't around at the time. I just was in shock over it, and I was like, well, I know Casey's going to have some feelings about this. It's trash. But I did kind of love the woman that kept going, come on! Like, yeah. why was she so enthusiastic about I, this garbage? See, I don't know whether... The, uh, we don't know the context. and and that's So that's why I'm not sure what she why she was so bought into it. Because at the end of the day, like... Because I, I she was. Oh, she, it sounded like it. Either that or she was calling him out and being Come like, on. move on. No. You need to move on. No, no. You heard it. She was, she was thrilled about it. 
Yeah, I don't know what the message, the the mess, the intent of it was, but I can tell you the way that it came out was I don't think in a positive way for him. No, and okay. sometimes nothing people, to be learned there other than what not to do. No, and sometimes people, uh, to be fair, in church, sometimes people get caught up, right? And they're fair. like, yeah, yeah. And then someone will say something like, and now I'm going to go have sex with a goat. Yeah. You know, they're not listening to what's being said. So she might have not even heard Mavada. Maybe. But I, I don't know how you miss getting called poor, cheap, and trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay, girl. To close this out, I got a goodie. Oof, I'm ready for it. Now, this story comes to us from Arizona. Oh, well, okay. Now, my aunt loved Arizona. She was a lesbian. Well, okay. This is actually about a political candidate. He is the Republican nominee challenging the Democratic senator from the state, Mark Kelly. This is 36-year-old venture capitalist and Republican nominee, and his name is none other than Blake Masters. Now, that almost sounds like a gay porn name. Almost. Well, would Blake Masters be a top or a bottom? I think Blake Masters would be a top. It's yeah, a, I think kind it, of a top name. I agree. I agree. Now, Blake Masters is not just a Republican. He's also a homophobic pile of garbage girl. <laughs> um, and one of his key stances in his uh, campaign is to overturn Obergefell versus Hodges, which, of course, is the gay marriage bill. Correct. That he wants that overturned. Yep. There's a couple of interesting things here. Uh, his largest donor is a billionaire named Peter Thiel. That's T-H-I-E-L. Okay. Now, Blake used to actually work for Thiel, who created a super PAC called Saving Arizona. And he filtered $15 million into Blake Masters' account. So, Wow. So Thiel gave money to fifteen Blake million. Masters. Yep. Wow, so that's a lot of money. These guys are really close. Um, they wrote a book together in wow. 2014. Now, Peter Thiel, I just want to ask, I wonder what he did. I mean, because $15 million is not easy to come by. No, that I don't know. Um, but what I do know is that it seems like they're pretty close to each other, and that was kind of solidified when this past weekend, Blake Masters went to Peter Thiel's wedding. Okay, he went ahead and, and got married. So oh, Blake for Peter. took a stop off of the campaign trail and went to the wedding. Now, here's the twist. Peter Thiel... The millionaire who is investing in the anti-LGBT candidate is gay. And Blake Masters went to his gay wedding, which he does not believe should be legal. Here is his most recent tweet. When I am, the U- when I am in the U.S. Senate, I will push a federal version of the Florida law. Your tax dollars should not fund radical gender ideology and weird sex instruction for children. I will also ensure that marriage, these are two tweets, will be returned to a man and a woman. Now, this was tweeted six days before he went to the gay wedding. I can't. I can't. Here's the good news, girl. There is a little piece of good news. He's currently trailing in the polls, 54% to 40%. So we're going to have to Behind Mark Kelly? Behind Kelly. Now, Mark Kelly is a big deal. And we we liked Mark Kelly. Yeah, he's a big deal, girl. Yeah. So I just find the just complete hypocrisy of I'm going to over... Of both parties. I'm going to overturn gay marriage, but I'll go to the gay wedding of my top donor. Well, here's the thing I don't... the top donor... I see this is this is where I was going with it. I don't know who to paint harder. Do I paint the candidate who's putting his expressed beliefs out into the world very very clearly or do we go for the donor who has 15 million dollars to just throw around right. to elect actually someone to harm him? And what about I the husband? Like, say you're getting married to the millionaire Mark Thiel, and he's like, oh, by the way, my good friend's coming in. He's this, uh, he wants to overturn our marriage. How does this all work out? Don't, don't you realize it. you wouldn't be having this wedding if he is elect? It's just really it's strange. Really biz- I don't even think it's strange. I just think it is just showing the hypocrisy in our world, in our politics. Do you know what's funny, In girl? our country? I'm just, I can't. I just found out today that I'm a fool. Did you know that? Well, did you know I was a fool? I think all the listeners know. Maybe not the viewers. <laughs> Do you know that I have 
up until today, thought that Liz Cheney was a lesbian. Well, you've told it on the podcast, I know. girl. Yeah. She's 100% married to a man. Yeah. Her sister, Mary uh, Cheney, correct. is a lesbian. Correct. Well, girl, it's that time. And I oh. know you've got something for the kids that you need to recommend. I have a goodie. <sighs> I this one's going to blow your wig off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a big one today. This one's going to have you going, come on. <laughs> okay. This is on Netflix. Oh, okay. I have it. It's a new. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> it's a new three-parter. Ooh. It's a docu-series girl a true crime docu-series they went and did another one. Oh, okay this one is called i just killed my dad okay i watched the preview to this girl and the girl preview left me with more questions oh yeah than anything well i'm on episode three and i still have questions so here's the it, basis. This is going to turn into bad vegan for you, where you're left with more questions than answers at the I end of know. it. I don't know. I don't know. But let me tell you this, girl. Here's the basis for the kids. Starts with a 911 call. Okay? The first episode. This is no spoiler. 911, what is your emergency? I just killed my dad. It's the son, and he's just shot his own father. Okay, so we start there. <laughs> All I, right? Yeah. Let me just tell you this. It's not going where you thought it was going. This is some, at, it's one of those, you know when they do these nice little two, three parters and like at the end of part one, you go, what? Because it's exactly the opposite of what you thought. Okay. Uh-huh. And then you're just sucked in for the next two. That's this. I just killed my dad. So okay. check it out. It's on the Netflix, which you have. Yeah, I do have it. Okay. Okay. What's your recommendation? Oh, my recommendation. Now, girl, it just kicked off. Okay, there's only, by the time this episode drops, we're going to have two episodes in. Okay. Okay. And it is from a franchise. Oh, yeah. Okay. And okay. and we've talked about this franchise on the podcast many a time. Okay. But never in this format, girl. Right. Okay, so I'm talking stars Yeah. in this thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, some of them we know, some we don't know. Okay. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from Mama Rue. Mama is, June? No, oh. no, Mama Rue. So this is this is RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Oh yes. Now, in the past, when they've done Secret Celebrity Drag Race, well, it was well, just called dra- Celebrity drag Celebrity Drag Race. Drag race. This is it wasn't a time. secret. You're right. Oh well, that's true. It wasn't. They would do an episode and there would be three queens in and there'd be like they would compete against one another for money to their charity and they talk about the charity and they talk about the experience of doing drag and like what they learned, what they got out of it, what they hoped to get out of it, like all that stuff. And it was lovely. And, you know, we had stars like Vanessa Williams on there. We had stars like people I've never heard of on there. Yeah. Yeah. That was Um, good. Girl, this season, yeah, it's I much am, better. It is so good. I so really the first episode, all we got, yeah, were performances. That's all we're gonna get every episode, I think. And so we got, I mean, we got a little bit of feedback, but they never but show the never face. showed the face. So you could hear him talk, right? You could see the body, yeah, but and then you see the drag, right? And they do a number. Oh, okay? they did a little number. They did a number. Okay, I'm loving the format where we don't know who they are until yeah. they're booted. So check it out. It's on VH1. Oh yeah, RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Now while you're checking that out, while it's loading up for you and getting ready, go on over to our website, paintedtrashpodcast.com. Okay, yeah, there's no at. <laughs> okay, so it's paintedtrashpodcast.com. Send us an email. Painted trash podcast at gmail.com. We're looking for those questions. We're looking now, for your feedback, but we're looking for the questions for advice. We got one that I know of, Dear Abby Letters. So we're going to hold on to it and see when we get a couple more Dear Abby Letters from you listeners, uh, which was last week's episode, we'll do a new episode with the Dear Abby because I am the sure. The Dear Trash. The Dear Trash. Because I am sure that the advice we gave was just right on point. Painted Trash Pod on Instagram and Twitter is a nice place to interact with us. We're doing little cute things. And I have a special announcement, kids. Tonight, if you're listening to this on episode drop day, this is the 25th of August. You need to head on over to Out TV. 
Okay. Out TV Plus. It's a nice little $2.99 a month because tonight is the premiere of Camp Wanakiki season four, starring friend of the pod, Coco, Coco Chanel. Chanel. So we're going to talk about it on next week's episode, but hop on over there, support Chicago's own Coco Chanel on a camp Wanna competition show girl. Okay. That's right, girl. And if you haven't hit us up on the Instagram or Twitter, go ahead and do that at Paint Trash Pod on the Facebook at Paint Trash Podcast. And lastly, kids, we're looking for that review. Okay? So head on over to Apple Podcasts because we know a lot of you are listening to Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and give us that five-star, baby. And while you're there, write us a cute review could be long could be short but keep it cute keep it cute and of course subscribe and follow if you haven't already okay hoping you already have but if you haven't now's the time okay 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 well kids thank you so much for listening what a goodie this week this was good i needed this discourse yeah i needed a little more discourse today yeah okay and kids remember as you go through your week of course you're gonna talk you might even get trashy and if you're gonna talk trash you might as well paint it. And you might as well listen to this theme song. Okay? Okay.